Hello and welcome back. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Rox. And this is our podcast. Live, laugh, love the podcast. Hey! And if you are a parent this week about to embark on the summer holidays... May everything be in your favour. <laughs> Good luck listening to this in one go without being interrupted. <laughs> Classic. We should do the episode shorter because everyone's on summer holidays. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored. Mum, I'm bored. What are we doing next? When are we going on holiday? Oh, can I have an ice cream? Oh, yes. Living for the weekend so you can let down your hair. <laughs> it doesn't exist in a six-week <laughs> summer holidays. <laughs> I don't have to go to bed early. I haven't got school tomorrow. Oh, you can't even fight that because it's the truth. And to be honest, I don't want to get up tomorrow either. No, but... <laughs> no, I haven't been given any school homework to do over summer. Lies. Absolute lies. Yes, you have. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you for joining us again this week. Get ready for all your favourite features coming up today. Dial a Dilemma, Date Night Diaries, Confessions of a Housekeeper. <gasps> Living with a Southerner and name that sound. But yes, us, like many parents across the UK, are now... Walking into a summer. Walking. A summer that can only be <laughs> described as... A bit annoying, actually. <laughs> no, I love it. It's a that loving, thing, isn't it? A loving, joyous time to spend <laughs> six weeks with the people we love more than anything in the world. I do, lo- I do love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, I've only got twenty summers with them, and then they'll be teens and they'll hate me, right? I'm one of them where I, re- I, I don't want to regret me summers, but also two weeks in. I need a day off. Two <laughs> weeks in, two days in. <laughs> yeah, I, I do try. I mean, what are we doing this summer, Mark? Have we got any plans? Well, has anyone got any plans? Yeah, or are you, know you just all winging it like us? I would love to know. I know that not everyone listening to this will be parents, but if you are parents, me and Rocks need a help, a helping hand. <laughs> so if you've got any suggestions of things we can do with the kids, please let us know. Or grandparents that are, are through that and now, you know, looking back going, this is what I this did. This is what I did to survive. <laughs> yeah. Ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. But yes, we, like a lot of people this summer, are going to be going on holiday. Yes. We're going to try and get a little Spain trip. I think that's what we normally try and do. You've got to break up the six weeks, love, got to break you? It You've got to break it up. Don't go straight away. Let them have a week off and then go away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Break it up a little bit. Break it up. Give that's yourself what... some peace. Although going on holidays with kids, you Come back, you need holiday, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> I mean, the airport alone is stressful with kids. Do you remember the plane? The plane when they were when they were babies. Yeah, Mark, you know what? I, 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 I am moaning, but I am glad they're a little bit older. Yeah, it's, it's easier now. They're older. They can hold their own bags. They can even pack their own bits and pieces. iPads to... exist without Wi-Fi. They are fantastic. Yes. My kids are fantastic on airplanes now, but. When they well, were little. Back oh, in the day, I had the whole aeroplane anxiety thing. I was freaking out, honestly. And they were an, they were a bit of a nightmare on a plane, weren't they? Oh, we had the worst children on a plane. I went on a plane recently <laughs> and there was like three babies on there. Not a peep. Not Beautiful. A pe- yeah. Absolutely the most beautiful kids. Our kids, <laughs> the worst. The worst on the plane. I mean, we're, we're hardly the quietest people, right? But Phoenix especially... I love him, but he was just one baby. Like, I don't know what it was. The minute he got on a plane, he just like got hot right, but this and, just, and just hated it. But this isn't just when he's a baby. No. Phoenix is like always hot. Yeah. Like beyond a radiator. He's oh. always moaning he's hot, right? Which is fine now because he's old enough, you know, to sort himself Regulate. out. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like six months old oh. and we went on a plane, we literally had him basically naked I, on a yeah. plane because he was screaming he was hot. I mean, I, I remember going down the aisle, sitting down. I'd always get a window seat because I was like, <laughs> Mark sit in the middle, like, you know, with his legs cramped in. Six foot eight man sitting in a, a, a middle seat. I wasn't allowed extra leg room. <laughs> he could protect me from everyone giving me the eye. And 
I knew it. The minute I sat down, I had all the toys. I had all the bottles, all the water, all the snacks. Didn't matter. I had everything. Didn't matter. The kid would turn red and I'd just have to take a T-shirt. It'd be in a nappy. The air hostesses were like, is everything okay? They weren't being judgy, but they were just like, are you okay? But you know what? I've got to say, <laughs> we, we never, I think we felt the anxiety of, yeah. of the kids being like upset. And feeling like everyone on the plane hated us. But it everyone wasn't that bad. No, but I, I think everyone, no one gave us any evils. Everyone was actually quite okay with it because I think people are people are okay with it. It's well, just your own yeah. anxiety about, oh my God, I'm going to annoy everyone. But everyone's kind of cool about it. Yeah, I mean, if, when you get a family flight, you, you kind of got to expect, when there's families on a flight, you know, we're not, we're not flying like business class, you know, like with the businessmen on a red eye. We're in a family area yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. like you're expecting it and I think your own anxiety about it makes it feel worse but it's actually not that bad no but it's so bad although what was bad was when similarly when we went away with Kobe and Kobe didn't want to be in a seat at all on a flight <laughs> from the UK to Benidorm didn't want to be in a seat wanted me to hold him upright for the whole flipping two and a half hours which you did which I did at the front of the plane I was like a dead man by the time the plane landed, having <laughs> held a child for two hours straight. Your arms were like ripped. <laughs> they were so muscly. Where he was holding him up and letting him touch all the buttons and things. And the air hostesses were like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, do sure, whatever let, you let need to do. What, do yeah. to keep your child happy. <laughs> However, I've got to say, what? despite there being dramas with the children, yeah. it wasn't the kids. They were young. They were under like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't the kids that caused me the most embarrassment on oh, a plane. Oh, don't you dare say it was me. It's always Rox, you moaning about the leg room. Yeah, I'll happily moan about a bit of leg room. But you, Roxanne, yeah. Roxanne oh, Hoyle, full name. We're going Roxanne in. Hoyle, We're going in. have done the most embarrassing thing what? on a flight ever What? and blamed it on a child. Don't you dare. Don't you, know. you dare say you that. You know. I know what you're talking about. You Don't know. you dare mention this story. All right, everybody. Come in close. Just right. tell it properly, though. Yeah. Because... Oh, 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 Roxanne, I am going to tell it properly. Do, do, do not worry. I thought this went under, you know, no one heard this. No. Me and Roxanne and Phoenix was on a flight to Benidorm whilst Rox was pregnant with Kobe. I was pregnant, okay, everyone. She was, she was pregnant. I was mid-pregnant, second she, she trimester, was, maybe. She was you know, heavy at this point. You were big, right? Oh, this was, yeah. t t you know. I held my kids big, don't Right, I? you were safe to fly, but you were big, okay? <laughs> and as the plane was landing in Banadorm, Roxanne... Oh, my, I totally dropped this out of my memory. I purposely forgot that this happened. Purposely. Ro Roxanne wet herself. <laughs> on the flight, as it was landing, right? She oh. wet herself... In the seat. Not badly. Well, it was. As it was landing. Right? My pelvic floor just went, love. She leaned over to me oh. as we touched down. You know, and everyone's like, there's like three people on the plane doing that awkward like little clap because <laughs> it's landed. Right? She leans over and goes, don't get up. And I was like, what do you mean? When the plane stops, don't get up. I was like, what do you mean? With the passive aggressive. Yeah. Don't get up. I was like, why? Oh, no. I've wet myself. I've wet myself. <laughs> the plane, in my in my defence, the plane hit the tarmac yeah, and the yeah. turbulence hit it so hard <laughs> that my, my lower area just combusted. Phoenix had been sitting on me, so like I was like, oh, my God, I'm just going to wet myself. I'm just going to wait. And I, I could not, for the love <laughs> nor money, stop. Thank God. Goodness, that seat was wiped clean. Right, so what I'll happened is now... I had some thick trousers on, so that was all right. What happened now was the oh. plane starts to empty and me, Rox and Phoenix were sitting in our seat still. <laughs> the whole plane is pretty much empty. I'm refusing to get And Rox is refusing. She's like, Mark, give me your hoodie. Give me your hoodie. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> Mark, give me your hoodie. I'll wash it. I'm going to put it around my waist so nobody knows. Yeah, because right? I had like a wet bum patch. I had to hand over my hoodie 
for to, for you to I rap. I was growing a human. <laughs> I win that. Here we go. I grew the bone and human. skin and the oh, beautiful eyes go. of your son, okay? So well, do not come at me with that. What made this situation worse <laughs> was as Rox swung my hoodie around her waist, <gasps> one of the air hostesses came oh, over. It got worse. And obviously, by this point, we'd started doing Lad Baby. So she came over and went, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I love you guys. We want a photo. And I was like... And Rox was like, oh, 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 God. Oh, God. God. I've literally got a wet, a wet area. And everyone's so going to see. the whole plane is emptied. Now, all the aerostesses are waiting... They then go and get the pilots oh, from out of the cockpit. So happy to see me, and they're they? all like going, "Oh, it's lad, baby, we love you." Oh. We then had to have a photo with the aerostesses and the pilots. Yeah, without all of them knowing, Rox had wet herself. <laughs> I can't believe you right? were told this. The one key thing I'm missing from this story is the most disgusting moment of all. Oh, don't even go there. Anyone would have done this, okay? Was when, <laughs> as the air hostess first came over to ask for the photo, Roxanne says, I'm so sorry. My son has wet himself in the seat. <laughs> That's right. She blamed it on a child. Well, she blamed the wet It was wet Kobe, patch. really. <laughs> Technically, I was carrying him inside she my stomach. She blamed her weighing herself on a chair. Well, I'm not going to go, sorry, Deborah. I'm sorry the chair's wet. I <laughs> wet myself all over yours. Uh, you know, it may take a few weeks to clean. Uh, have a great day. Oh, sure, sure, let's have a photo of me and my puddled area. Are you, are you all right? So there you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Deborah. It was a lie. Despite it wasn't my kid. what you all believe, it is me that's the model citizen. <laughs> oh, shut! On any holiday. Yeah. On any right. flight. Can we just... Oh, hold on. Did you just say you're a model citizen on any holiday? Yeah. Oh, okay. So when you go to Spain on your Spanish holidays... Yeah. Do we live the Spanish life, Mark? <laughs> do we? Do you fully embrace Spanish culture? Do you not yes. land in Spain and go to me the first time? Right, better find myself a British pint in Spain. <laughs> what the actual? Well, it's, it's, it's uh, part of it, isn't it? I'm sorry, right? He wakes up in Spain. Oh, I can't wait for this fry-up. I've waited all all year for this holiday fry-up. Yeah, yeah. Not a Spanish food, it's tapas. Tapas, Spanish, right. lovely, paella, bolala. Like, you you go on holiday and you go to me, oh, yeah, I'm going to try and find somewhere that I can get a good a good pint. You know, a good pint, like a British pint. Why? Like, What's wrong with Spain, that? have Spanish beer. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, it's like a quid here. It's a quid. I'm like, Spanish beer, it's a quid. Hey. Hey, I'm going to own this. You... If I go in somewhere and I've got a lovely little Estrella on tap, even if they've got a San Miguel, it doesn't matter. If they've got a Foster's... He'll have that first. I'll have the He'll Foster's. He'll have that just yeah. to, to initiate comforts. his holiday. Home, yeah, home comforts, But then it? you'll go on to Estrella. So it makes no... It's like a, a weird tradition. Yeah, got to get the home comforts. Got to, got to you know, bed in first. And then, and then he's like, oh, yeah, better, better eat well before me holiday. Better, better do good. And then the minute we land, you're like... <laughs> Fry up every morning, 29 <laughs> sausages, 50 rations of bacon, sausage. And I'm like, babe, you, what was the point of you doing all that? And then, not even, let's not even go uh, look, there with not the Spanish culture. Because your Spanish culture is, oh, rocks, uh, better catch that football today, love. Got to find a bar, haven't we, or somewhere, <laughs> nice little Irish bar, that we can uh, go and watch Forest play or lose. <laughs> Someone's got to. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you. <laughs> Is that not you? I'll admit it. <laughs> I I overindulge on British food whilst in Spain. What? And I'm not I'm not ashamed of that. That's the best part about it. It's been in Britain, but with a bit of sun. That's <laughs> that's my favourite sort of you holiday. You are the epitome of Brits abroad. What I love though is the fact that you think you're embracing <laughs> Spanish culture. I do. 
I speak the language. You. Hola. Right. <laughs> I sound like Del Boy abroad, but it's okay. Hola. Roxanne <laughs> goes about saying that I'm a, I'm a Brit abroad on my classic pint and fry up hunt, but Rox is embracing Spanish culture. I do. Because what? Because she uses two Spanish words. She uses <laughs> hola at breakfast. Gracias. And gracias on the way out of breakfast. <laughs> Oi, I have a bread roll with every meal. Love that. With a with the alioli. Oh, oh, I love a bit of alioli. Hola. And then they walk over. They say something in Spanish. She goes, yeah, yeah can I just get some bread rolls, please? <laughs> I love, a, I love a little uh, bread roll on the side. Right, and then the, the gracias <laughs> becomes so ingrained in Roxanne for the one week we're in Spain that when we get back, she continues to say in the UK. It's, so, a, it's so an the, accident. It, there we are, many a time, first day back in the UK after a Spanish holiday at a McDonald's drive through getting her little flat white and gracias. Hola. Hola, gracias. Oh, I mean, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh. <laughs> I'll be honest, Mark. It, it, I can't help it. I'm on Spanish time still. Do you know what I mean? No. After about a week and a half, I finally forget the happiness that I had abroad, <laughs> and I'm living the flat life life of at McDonald's. And also, I mu- I must admit, I'd missed totally missed out on your weird obsession to try every McDonald's in every country we go to. Yeah. Whenever we go to Spain, Mark's like, <gasps> must go to McDonald's. Got to find out what's on the menu. You got to. You got to find out. Got to find out. <laughs> you what... did change my life, folks. They sell. They sell beer and nachos. Yeah. In, in Spanish in Spain. McDonald's. Yeah. It's <sighs> life changing. Changed my life. It is. It's life changing. Game changing. You can go to McDonald's. Kids can get nuggets. You can get a pint. Wait. Oh, it's the dream. It's incredible. It wouldn't go down well here. I don't think. Mm. I feel like everyone would just go to Mackey's on a night out. Oh. Can you yeah, imagine? Oh. That's what they do. Mackey's night out. If you could get pints Big in Max Mackey's. Big Mackey's nights out, yeah. And let's... Let, also, sorry, I do embrace the Spanish culture. I love ruffles and a Fanta lemon. Uh, that's not the Spanish culture. <laughs> well, they don't do Fanta lemon here, do they? Yes, they do. Every now and again in b and No, they do. Every now and again in a B&M, they'll have a two for one. I'll show you tomorrow. You can go in Martians. It don't get... taste the same unless it's on a beach with a bag of ruffles, love. Or Lay's. Lay's. Oh, why don't they do Lay's here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let <laughs> Sorry. us... Sorry, we've us, waffled. Let us know what you are doing this summer. If you have got any uh, holiday traditions, any embarrassing holiday stories, has your partner ever had an embarrassing plane moment? Oh. I mean... Oh, the Mile High Club. Has anyone joined the Mile High Club or seen someone join it? Oh, I yeah. You're not, you're not doing that on a short haul, though. Oh, the toilets aren't big enough. I've seen it, love. I've seen it. You've Even seen in what? them little coffin-shaped toilets that you get on some of the cheapies. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I've honest. Seen a double double go in. It is impossible, impossible <laughs> for me to even use a toilet on an on an airplane. I'm six foot eight. It's impossible. <laughs> I've never even thought of it. It's this. like trying to back a giraffe into a matchbox. <laughs> Honestly, it's impossible. My neck hangs out. I try and sit in the toilet. My knees are up by my tabs. That's, it's, that's ears. Uh, it's, it's, it's impossible. Honestly. That's ears if you're not in the Midlands. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that Rox looked at me when I said tabs because she didn't know what I meant. No. Um, so that that's, yeah. I, I, if you've If you've joined the Mile High Club... Yeah. Let us know whether or not it was a pleasurable experience if or just an awkward one. you're an air hostess oh. and you, you're on a plane, you've got some little secrets to tell us, you call in. Well, email in actually because I haven't got a phone. But, you know, <laughs> you email in, you email Mark because as what? you can tell, I'm not that organised. Well, now we are on the, the 14th episode of the podcast. Rox, oh. Rox is going to tell you the, the email address. Ladbabypodcast at gmail.com uh, oh, did I get it right? Look how surprised oh, she is. Do you know what? I still I still don't know your mobile number, love. I still <laughs> if you if I had a problem or my phone dies, I have to ring me dad's landline. He has to get it and then give it to me on a bit Sorry, of paper. You don't, don't lie. you don't know my mobile number? No. Stop. I can't retain We've numbers. We've been together like 14 years. You, I've had the same number. Fun. 
Well, I've had the same number. Yeah, I know it ends. I know what it ends in. <laughs> But I still I have know, to but, ring my dad on his landline uh, or yeah, my mum. I know it starts on an 07. Yeah, of course it does, Rox. <laughs> yeah, I have to ring my dad's landline and he has to give me the number if any, if there's a problem. Right, well, there you go. I should get it tattooed on me, shouldn't I, if you're never going to change it? Well, ladies and gentlemen... Does anyone else do that or is it just me? Am I just a terrible human? What, that doesn't know their... their do you their number. husband's number after 14 years. Do you know my number? Right, so... Oh, <laughs> he don't know mine. Thank, the, thank you. Good. Oh, oh, I thought I was being a terrible human then, but it turns out we both are just terrible. I was just winding you up. I haven't got a clue what your number is. <laughs> yes. If I was in trouble, though, it wouldn't be you I'd be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're probably going to be in trouble because of me. So if, if I was in trouble, I'd be ringing one of my mates to bail me out. You wouldn't be able to help. You'd just panic. You'd make the situation. You'd make the situation work. If I got arrested, if I got arrested and I rang you, yeah. you would you would panic. I'd be very angry, actually. Exactly. That you'd cause me this drama. But if I rang one of my mates, they'd laugh and then they'd come and help. <laughs> This is true. This is true. But I am good in a very, you know, in an emergency situation. You're not. Right. I am. Right. Guys, let us know your summer plans. Lad Baby Hola. Podcast. <laughs> Lad Subject. Hola. Subject of the email. Hola. Lad Baby Podcast at gmail.com. Gracias. Right. Are you ready for the first section? I am. Do you have a dilemma? Do you want to go on holiday? Dial a dilemma. Hey. Oh, right. We've got a good one in today. I'm going to read oh. it to you. Oh, before we start. Right, what? I have a dilemma update <gasps> from one of the dilemmas that we did a few weeks ago. Oh, pray do tell. Okay. Come on. So if you've been a listener of our podcast from the beginning, you might remember one of the early episodes we did. One of the dilemmas we had in was from a woman called Sarah whose partner was a serial nose picker. Oh, I remember the dirtbag. Yes, he picked right. his nose everywhere and yeah. she wanted to know how she told him. Uh, and I think... We we suggested that she... Rox's advice, I remember, Rox has said that she want, She thought she should just tell him to his face. To stop his face, stop being disgusting. Take the band-aid off and tell him, stop being a skank. And my, uh, my advice was for her to find something to gross him out. Yes. Okay. She's given us an update. Oh, tell me we've given her some good advice. Well, she said she couldn't actually bring herself to tell him straight to his face, so that oh. didn't work. And she actually <laughs> didn't manage to find anything gross enough to gross him out. What, what a woman. Right? So she couldn't <laughs> gross him out. She couldn't tell him to his face. However, they were stuck in traffic and the, the opportunity came up, so she grabbed it with both horns. She said, basically, as they were stuck, stuck in traffic, he started picking his nose... And right. picked out like a massive, oh, disgusting, gross bogey. No, no. And it made her start gagging. <gasps> okay. Did he say? He saw her gagging <laughs> and eventually realised that she was actually totally grossed out and she wasn't just winding him oh. up. So he apologised and apparently is now making serious steps to try and... Get, Hallelujah! Yeah, to try and improve things. Give that man a clap. So, Finally, good. A bit of gagging helps everyone. <laughs> no, so, oh, that came out wrong. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for giving us a little update on the oh, dilemma. Mark, one of our dilemmas have worked. I mean, it wasn't from our advice, but the, well, the but dilemma... Well, this officially makes us like, you know, qualified dilemmas. <laughs> uh, right, okay. <laughs> so that was a little update for anyone on that one. Right, go on then. This, this right, week's Rocks. This is one. Hi, Mark and Rocks. I have a... Bit of a neighbour romance dilemma. Neighbour romance? Neighbor. My neighbour across the road is a lovely single man of a similar age to me and we share hobbies such as motorcycle riding. Lovely. 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 Love a bit of this. Oh, romance across oh, the street. Oh, look at the wheels on that. Oh, I look out the window, see I'm getting on so well. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> we chat regularly when we see each other out on the street and talk all things family, motorcycles, cars, etc. One day I told him I was going for a ride and if he wanted to join me. Oh, what sort of? He came running up the drive, pushing <laughs> his bike like, but um, he can, he came running up the drive, pushing his bike. So we went out for a lovely ride, grabbed a coffee and had a lovely time. 
So no. far, this is fantastic. I mean, this is, this is all right. I mean, no dilemma, eh? Another time I invited him over and we chatted for about five hours before realising the time and he headed home. Okay, there's no dilemma, eh? No. This is perfect. My dilemma is that he never instigates any conversation via text. He never asks me out or suggests catching up, but he seems keen when I suggest it. Oh, so she's the only one. Oh, I find it confusing. I think I'm not contacting him again, but then he runs across the road to chat to me every time he sees me. Okay. So my question is, do I give up as he doesn't ever contact me? I don't want to push it and be the weird stalkery neighbour. I feel if he was interested, he would make more of an effort. Maybe he's just being polite. Thank you, guys. Signed, confused. Oh, that's a tough one. So that's a tough one because that could sh- be like you're just shy by nature. Do you know what I mean? So he's he's showing an interest, yeah, but, but only when she instigates it. Yeah, that's not a problem. I don't that's think not that a is. Problem. If anything, you're in control. Go for it. Take the motorcycle by the handlebars and ride that boy out. <laughs> I would just be like John. Oh. <clears throat> Bring your bike over. Me and you, we'll ride into the sunset like Thelma and Louise. And you... And That's how you would approach no, it. No, I'd say, well, John, do you like me? If you do, can you show some more interest? I just... Sometimes people just don't communicate exactly what they want. I I think he's shy. Right. I think he's he's showing an interest. Or he's got another woman on the go. No, no, no. I think he. this is a lovely gentleman. Right. He's he's showing an interest. He doesn't want to come on too keen because he doesn't want to rush it. He doesn't want to ruin it. He wants maybe he wants oh. her to, to move at her own pace. Maybe he's got a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> no. He wants her to move at her own pace. Fine. He's being respectful, he's maybe. He's being respectful. Yeah. I, I think he's waiting. Don't look for a problem yet until it presents itself. I don't think there is actually a problem The here. problem is if you text him and he doesn't text back. Yeah, that's the problem. If you text him and he's straight on it. Yeah, then don't worry. That's great. Don't, don't worry about but it. But if you do want a text from him or you want him to show some, you know, maybe uh, just admiration m- for you... Maybe you should, oh, I've got an idea. Maybe you should text him and just go, hey, uh, was thinking about doing something the weekend. Maybe you could suggest something we could do. No, just su- su- suggest a time, <laughs> meet up, have a little bike ride, have a little barbecue, whatever you're doing, yeah. right? And then when you're there... <laughs> Don't just... do it on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> when you're there, just say to John... If we're, calling his... him John. we're calling we him John. We don't know his name. Just say to him, John, you haven't... You... And I've not heard from you in weeks. You haven't texted me or anything. Is everything all right? <gasps> Good, yeah. Oh, John. Concerned for John. Be concerned for John. Oh. I haven't heard from you in weeks. Tell him that you need a level of that much. Just go, I haven't heard from you for weeks. Is everything all right? He'll My go, phone ain't working, John. Is it not working? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard from you for weeks. Everything all right? <laughs> He'll then just go, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I've just been busy. Just go, oh, I'm starting to think you didn't like me. Oh, yeah, classic. Boom. Classic. Boom. John will be up like a dog on heat, love. Uh, like a dog on heat. I, this is where I want a motorbike. It'll be at that little... Harley Davidson garage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sidecar and you together, <laughs> you'll be off. He'll be showing you his helmet. <laughs> ah! Mark! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it's... it's the only bike pun I had. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I can't get that out of my head now. <laughs> um, so I hope that helps. I don't think there's a, a big dilemma there. No. Just until it presents itself as a problem, don't have a problem. Just keep riding. Keep, keep... <laughs> Just keep riding. If you see a guy that's right, you should ride all night. <laughs> ride all... Oh, it's drive all night, isn't it? <laughs> or ride all night. Go on. Go on, Gil. If you have got a dilemma that you would like to be made worse by me and Roxanne, do please get in touch on the Lad Baby Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your date night diaries. Date Night Diaries, back with another one. Mark, I've got to say, 
I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you something. Okay. I'm going to ask you on a date, Mark. We haven't I'm had busy. a date night. I know. We're, we're both so busy. We've not been on a date night for a long time. Oh, okay. 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 We need to go on a date night, I reckon. We well, need to get some childcare. I've in been waiting for you to text me for ages. <laughs> Sorry, I've been riding my bike, love. <laughs> on your bike. I'm right. going to arrange one, Mark, all right? And you've got to go with it. If you're paying for it, I'll go with it. <laughs> <clears throat> right, this week's date night. Uh, hi, Mark and Rocks. I love the podcast. Can't wait to come and see you live. Ooh, oh, exciting. Um, that's amazing. If you are coming to see us live, that's incredible. And if you're not, tickets still available. Uh, <laughs> right. But selling out. <laughs> but selling very fast. Not many tickets available. Um, okay, so I was only 17. Uh, so this is a few years ago. I was only 17 and my boyfriend was 19. And he had a car... So we went out driving all the time. Fine. Okay? Yeah. That's fine. That's that's young love. That's yeah. what you do, isn't it? It's what I used to do. Just go out for a little drive. You know, it's cool. One can't the, get into pubs. So you just can't get into pubs when you're 17. So you just got to go out and have a drive and, you know, hang out and stuff. So, right. One of our first dates whilst we was out in the car, my boyfriend said to me, let's go and see my sister. Oh, nice. Lovely. Meet the family. First date though. That, I mean, that's keen, but okay. I said, okay, that'll be nice. So he pulled up at her house. I thought, what a lovely, nice, detached bungalow. Oh, okay. cute. Great. So far, so good. I went in and met his sister and the sister's husband. Had a cup of tea and yeah. a nice chat. Right. The sister's husband went out of the room and then about 10 minutes later came back in yeah. and asked if he could borrow lipstick. Oh. So that's the husband. Right. He's left the room and he wants to come back and borrow lipstick. Okay. My boyfriend's sister didn't have any lipstick to hand, so she asked if I had. So I did, and I lent it to her. That's kind of her. She gave it to her husband, which seemed a bit strange, but he went out of the room. For a first meeting, yeah, it is a little bit. So your boyfriend's sister's husband has now left the room with your lipstick. I wouldn't let anyone use my lipstick, but you What do you think is going to happen, Rox? I don't know, is he going to come in dressed as her? Or I mean, I, I don't know where this is going. I never do with date night diaries. They went out of the room and then about five minutes later came back in and gave my lipstick back. Oh. Okay. Right. So they've gone. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened, or seemingly. Oh, no, what? When we left and got back into my boyfriend's car, I said to him, that was a bit strange. Your sister's husband wanting to borrow my lipstick. He said... What did he say? Tell me. (gasps) Your face! What? Oh, don't worry. They just needed it to put on the body in a (gasps) morgue. (gasps) What? What? Whoa! What body? I didn't know (gasps) that... (laughs) Oh, my... My boyfriend's sister's husband was an undertaker. (gasps) And their funeral parlour was attached to the bungalow. What the muffin? He had used the lipstick to go and put on a corpse. No! No! O-M on He'd a then gem. given me the lipstick that back. That has given me fright bumps. <laughs> fright bumps. It's, that is, that's not real. That's gobsmacking, isn't it? <laughs> Needless that to say... to be a joke? <laughs> was you meant to go out a joke? That, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Mark. Needless to say, she threw the lipstick away. If and, someone and never used it again. Took my red lipstick and put it on a dead man's lips. A dead woman's lips. I or, genuinely, I mean, or a dead man's. yeah, or a dead man. I would be, I would, I would march in and go. Oh, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a teller from this for boots. All right. <laughs> what? What? It's, that is shocking. That I know. Is shocking. Look at me, you. We've got nothing to that. say. I haven't. Got, I haven't got anything. To... Does that happen? Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, when people are being made up for a funeral, they have to have makeup done. Like, they, they, I think it's well known that makeup artists. Yes, of course. But you don't borrow your boyfriend's girlfriend's <laughs> lipstick and whack it on, <laughs> then give it back and don't even give it a scrape. Oh my. That's shocked me to the core. That's a bit much, isn't it? That's worse than the poo in the kettle. (laughs) (laughs) 
If you didn't hear that, it's a few episodes back. Go listen to it. It'll put you off kettles for life. That is unreal. Am I just freaking out of that? I can't no, get over that. I mean, I, I, I was shocked Mark, reading it. I'll be honest, and I don't want to offend anyone. If, when I die, if right. you don't put my classic red lipstick on, do not borrow someone's lipstick and put it on me, okay? <laughs> you put my ruby red lipstick on. Rox, but you wear expensive lipstick. I'm not going to buy one just for oh. one-time use. Well, I'll, just... I'll be dead, so I've got about ten in there, so you can just pick one and put that on. <laughs> but do not give it back to someone else, all right? It's probably got bacteria on if I'm dead. My dead man breath, okay? So, I'm there horrified. we go. I'm actually horrified. That, Poor that's, woman. that's a date night story, isn't it? That's that's um, one. I mean, I'm even speechless. I don't even know where to go for it. But um, it's lip smacking that, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what that joke was, but yeah, it's it, a mum joke. It was a mum joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I'm guys, very rarely speechless on that. But that's if you have else. a date night diary, that is better or worse than that. We would love to hear it. That's surely unprofessional. ladbabypodcast at gmail.com any final words Rox before we go on what happens in a morgue should stay in a morgue if if I'm on it I've got no words no words honestly (laughs) confessions of a housekeeper (laughs) it's not about to get any better for you Rox oh (laughs) Well, oh. we've got a cheeky one to slip in as well because some somebody sent me an email that was literally one sentence long, right? <laughs> right. But this one sentence doesn't really fit into any of our features, but I felt like I had to read it out because it was so funny. <laughs> it made you laugh. Never has one sentence made me laugh so much. Okay, <laughs> right, you ready for this? Go on. I was at my great-grandma's wake when I accidentally said, what a time to be alive. Because they bought out mini, a mini cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive when they bought out a mini cheesecake at my great grandma's wake. It's <laughs> not a place to say that sentence. What a time to be alive. It's just great on so many levels. That was one sentence comedy. That was from oh. that was from Emma. Emma, thank you so much for sending that. I've never had that is the shortest email that's made me laugh so much. I think if I was at a wake and someone said that, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to stop laughing. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. So there you go. I start to share with you. Cheesecake all. makes anyone do that. To be fair, you love a cheesecake, you. Well, I mean, I do love a cheesecake, <laughs> but enjoy that joyous moment because now we have the real confessions oh, of a housekeeper. That was a good one. Hi, Mark and Rocks. I followed you from the start, and you make me laugh so much that I can't wait to see you live in Nottingham. Oh, oh someone else yay! is coming to see us in Nottingham. Um, so I want to share with you a story about my first lad's holiday to Tenerife. Uh-oh. You know, it's going to be Lad's bad. holiday never ends well. I was 19 at the time and I was going away with two lads from work. It was an early Sunday morning flight. So we started off with the, uh, with the arbitrary full English and a few <laughs> pints followed by a few more pints on the plane. We got to the hotel straight into the pool with a pint in hand. Then went out living it large. I mean, that's, that's a lad's like holiday. Sounds like a great day. I think I may have overdone it as I fell asleep, stood up on the dance floor whilst talking to two girls. Oh, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's an indication you that, might have overdone I mean, yeah, it. Yeah, that's just a side note. Who's judging? We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the Sunday. Monday, woke up with a hangover and it wasn't long before we pretty much did the same thing again. Uh, but I stayed awake on the dance floor. Right, anyway... Cut to Tuesday. Okay, so bear in mind they went on holiday on the Sunday. We're now on Tuesday. Right. Cut to Tuesday morning, uh, and we had eaten and drank quite a bit. So there I am, sat on the loo, having a number two. Right. When one of my friends says he also needs the toilet. Uh Uh-oh. I said, you'll have to wait, but he couldn't. (laughs) At this point, he burst into the toilet. No! 
pulled down his shorts <gasps> and sat in the sink and did his business. <laughs> Imagine being on the toilet, someone coming in. I mean, going if you go, 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 but sink. Well, where else would you have gone? I just don't know. If I you can't know. hold it, you're in a little hotel room. There's nowhere else to go. Maybe a bin. I'd have probably gone in a little bin. <laughs> a little hotel bin. I wouldn't have gone in the sink in front of me, mate. Don't. Carry on. I need <clears> to hear this story. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was in shock for what he did next. There was a dual poo- pooing going on. Yeah. Oh. Once he had finished, he jumped down from the sink and turned on the tap <gasps> and started to push the poo down no. the plug hole. <clears throat> Oh, no. At this point, I ran out of the bathroom. He then proceeds to come from the bathroom, showing us a fully formed mushroom (laughs) he had eaten at the airport (laughs) on the Sunday on the way to the (laughs) holiday. What is wrong with people? (laughs) What? He took it out of his poo? He had found a fully formed mushroom in his poo. And thought it was hilarious and came out and shown everyone in the room. <laughs> I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I've heard it. No, he didn't. He then Why? went he then went back to the bathroom, finished cleaning the sink, then immediately filled it with hot water to have a shave. <gasps> oh! He had a poo shave. <laughs> oh good. FYI, FYI, why? This was the third day of a two-week holiday. Oh, and we had to spend the rest of the time (laughs) with the crappy sink. I hope this story doesn't make you gag too much. Take care. Um, It did. It did. I'll never be able to look at a little sink again, and I'm never going to eat a mushroom again. (laughs) I'll be honest. (laughs) And. He shaved in his own shizzle. That is absolutely... oh. It's diabolical, isn't it? Please tell me you ain't pooed in a sink, Mark. I can assure you, Roxanne, I have never pooed in a sink. I don't think I've pooed. I don't think I've had a poo mishap. Portaloos. But, like, I don't think I've had a poo mishap where I've actually, like, pooed myself or followed through. (laughs) Like, not out and about, do you know? (laughs) My <laughs> one slips out. I'm just not at that moment. Well, that was from a lovely gentleman by the name of Mark. <laughs> you sent in us a story from your assure, weekend, Mark. I can assure you it wasn't me. Um, oh, Mark, you need to get yourself a new mate, love. <laughs> can, I, can I just say now, this again is making us travelling even worse because now... Sinks are out of bounds. Everything's out of bounds. Kettles are out of bounds. Beds are out of bounds. It's all right. Mattress toppers, <laughs> a bottle of bleach, your own little your own little scrubby thing, tea bags, your own cup. I mean, just take your ass with you. Do you know what I mean? Just stay stay Staycation. It's horrific. It is horrific. That's so... I mean, he didn't need to collect his own mushroom, mushroom. No. and show. And I bet that toilet stuck. I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. Sh- Remove him from our area. If you have got a confessions of a housekeeper story or a holiday... Preferably one that doesn't contain poo, if that's all right, because everyone's a a mad pooer. Then please do get in touch on the Podcast at gmail.com. Living with a... Savannah! Savannah! All right, mate. I'm I'm going on my jollies, ain't I, eh? Might do a little staycation. Grand Canary. Down on me jollies, and I? Well, we are Costa back. Costa del Sol, Rodney. We are back <laughs> uh, for the Living with a Southerner section of the show where we teach Roxanne how to talk properly. Uh, I, I have always spoken correctly. I would like to also say that I have received a <laughs> lot of emails this week. Oh, with support, saying, Mark, you're right. Of course. On all of these. He's got no proof, because he's not shown me. I and... have had a lot of emails. Well, I get a lot of support from my area, so... so... I would like to say thank you for the support, and long may it continue. Were they Forest fans, by any chance? Well, so many of these emails have all pointed me in the direction of one word. Go one on. One word that is going to make you eat your words. All right, come on then. 
challenge me, Mark. <clears throat> Come on. Are you ready for this, Roxanne? I was born ready, sunshine. Come on. I mean, I'm going to phonetically sound it, but it's not a word that does phonetically sound. So, la, a, u, g, ha, which doesn't phonetically sound, but the word is laugh. 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 No. Live, love, laugh. 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 There's no F in it. Laugh. That was a noise. That was a a, a laugh. Laugh. I can barely understand what you're saying. Well, I thought you might say this. Oh, here we go. So I would just like to draw everyone's attention to the song that Roxanne has sung for this podcast. We're going to have a little listen to this and we're going to hear what she says. Stop! Here we go. This is this is our podcast sound song. Have you infiltrated my This bro- is <gasps> Listen. Get ready. You got to live laugh love. Live laugh love. Laugh. No, you said laugh. You I'm said a traitor laugh. to my own self. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. I've betrayed my own. You say it. Species. In the intro oh song to I've our lived up own here too long. podcast. Oh no. Listen. Live, laugh, laugh. You got to live, laugh, laugh. Laugh, laugh. just cut it wrong. Live, laugh. I've laugh. lived in the Midlands way too long. <laughs> yes. My cockney is starting to d- d- deteriorate into a Cockney mid. I'm a Cockney mid. Oh, I'm a mid Cockney, Mark. Mid cock. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mid cock. Oh, no. So I would just like to take oh, this opportunity. You win that and I'm devastated and I'm disappointed in my own self. My dad and mum are going to be livid. Thank you. Thank you for the emails. Did someone tell you that? Because you wouldn't have many, found that. Many people have told me, Roxanne, this week. You edited week. it like that. I'd just like to say a special thank you to everyone that has made this possible. We move one step closer to teaching Roxanne how to talk. And I'm glad that some words are finally making it you through. You should see the evil You should see the look at her face right now. Looks could kill. Any final, any final words before you accept defeat in this week's... Jewel? No. I'm out, I'm in a strop. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm disappointed in my own self that I've let you infiltrate my mouth and my oh. brain and my whole integrity. Thank you. <laughs> Name that sound. The hardest quiz in the world. Name that sound. I mean, oh. l- last week's was hard. I and I know... Wrong. I know you're all going to have a go at me. You're, oh, uh, yeah, this was hard. I had wheelbarrow, and right. it's not even a... You're all going to have a go at me because I found this, and this is legit how it's named on the website, so you can't blame me, but this was the sound. Sounds like a wheelbarrow to me. I agree with you. It does sound like a wheelbarrow. It sounds like a squeaky wheel on a tea or a, trolley or... A... or... A metal fence opening, something like that. Do you want to know what this officially yeah, is that. the sound of? Yeah, go on. What is it? An x-ray machine. Stop! An x-ray machine. What? Back in 1990? I, 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 I'm confused as well. Wow. I am confused, but this official, official soundboard website has that as the sound of an x-ray machine. Well, I never. It's been a night of speechless moments, hasn't it? I feel deflated, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's this so, week's sound. Are you ready for this week's? Yeah, go on. Did anyone get that, by the way? Not that I saw. Oh. No, I saw lots of different suggestions. Well, I'll let you all win because I've had a, an unwinning week. I'm going to give you all a point. Right. Well, here's, here's this one. You ready? Go on. Oh. Oh. Is that a kicking of a football? I don't know. Is it Roxanne? Oh, is that a drum? Like a snare drum? That is very, very hard. Yeah. Is that a ball falling on grass? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm going for a ball on the grass. I'm going to write a bull on the, a, a bull or a ball. A bull. A, a bull. Bull. A bouncy ball. A bouncy ball on the grass. On the grass. Bouncy ball on the grass. On the grass. Yeah, bouncy ball on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's locked it in. I've locked and loaded it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let us oh, know. Oh, no, it's not the end and it you're is, right. It is oh. the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, once again for joining us for this week's podcast. If you would like to get in touch on any of our features, do please do so on ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm as- sending everyone as well all the summer vibes, all the summer energy and positivity. If you are grandparenting, if you are mumming, if you are nanning, if you are just being a good auntie, de- uncle, yeah. or you're just laying down, I'm sending you, I'm jealous of that last one, <laughs> <laughs> sending you all the love in the universe. Well, as promised, as always, here is the full version of Rox's song, Live, Laugh. Laugh. Laugh, love. And we'll see you all next week. Dance it out, all right? Shake it off. Live, laugh, love. Dance it out. Come on. Don't Don't let anyone get you down this summer. You have got this. Get ready for Live, Laugh, Love. Laugh. Well, take it from Roxanne and her singing voice. Listen. What have you got to do? You got to live, laugh, love. Live, laugh. laugh. I go laugh. Live, laugh, love. I'm living for the weekend. Just to let down my head. Thank you, guys. See you next week.